This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast. My name is Kayla, and today I am interviewing for the second time on my channel a very special guest. Her name is Danielle Amos, and she is a success and money mindset coach. Her and I go way back when I used to live in Toronto back in 2016 to 2019. Her and I connected in 2017 through doing personal development courses through Landmark Worldwide and we did a seven-month leadership program together and ever since then like I knew Danielle since before she was a self-made woman as we're going to talk about today and now she is a multiple millionaire coach and it's just so inspiring to see her journey and having someone so special in my life that I can relate to like since before the beginning and she really has contributed to my own development of getting into entrepreneurship as well. So I'm really honored that she came back on. If you're curious about the first episode we did together, it's episode number 52 and it's about money mindset and I'll include that in the show notes for you. But for now, we're going to dive in and we're going to be really accentuating, you know, what we went through on a masterclass series that she hosted the other week called The Self-Made Woman. And it was such a great freaking masterclass that I messaged her and I said can we please do another episode together and I want to talk about this like this is really powerful stuff so I invited her on so let's dive in Danielle I'm so excited to have you here for our second podcast episode so just so the listeners know Danielle and I did an episode together back in December 2019 and now we are in November 1st 2021. So it's crazy how time flies. And I wanted to bring Danielle on because a couple of weeks ago, she hosted a masterclass series called The Self-Made Woman on Facebook. And it was so freaking powerful that I messaged her and I said, you know what, I really want to have you on for a second interview. And I want to dive into this and just encapsulate what we talked about over those, you know, I think it was like three or five days together just bring it onto a podcast episode because it's so potent it's so powerful and I'm just so lit up by it so Danielle really excited to have you here and to chat about this today thanks Kayla so I would love if we can let's just dive into this first of all I guess for the master class you know you created this the title of it being the self-made woman and I really would love for you to just kind of let's start with the, a bit of the backstory. Like, obviously, you are a self-made woman, right? So naturally, you're going to teach about it. But I, I would just love to hear a little bit more of a backstory. And then I know that we're just kind of dive in and flow, you know, flow through the conversation. Mm-hmm. So this masterclass was something that I've never done before like this, because the topic had become a little bit of a, a thing in my home to be honest, um, between my husband and I and other like friends that we would talk about this idea of being self-made and especially as a woman. And it, w- it was a hot topic, like not always a nice topic to be around if you were listening, because I had this idea and Kayla, this is probably right around when we met, you know, when we were in the leadership course together, I had this idea that I always knew 
that I would walking on red carpets and I'd be interviewed and I, we would be doing well, but I assumed that it would be because of my husband. And it was like, I was waiting for him. He's an actor to win the award, to be a part of an incredible movie. And then I'd be by his side and there's nothing wrong with that, but I just, I put myself in like a secondary role. And I remember the moment when I was in my, in Toronto, in our condo, and I actually made the decision, like basically like F you, if this is going to happen, it's going to be because of me. And it flipped everything in my mind. And it had me take responsibility, obviously, for my own success in my own life. But it was this powerful moment where then it was like, I don't need Paul in order to succeed. I get to desire him and be like, and I think this is a really healthy thing, but the guys in my life, like the men in my life, they don't really hear what I'm saying, but I'm like, I just, I said, I don't need you. I'm doing this. And he's like, like blew up, you know, like, didn't like hearing that. But I was like, no, this is a good thing. This is a really good thing because need comes from lack. Does that make sense? So need is lack. Desire is abundance. And so I desire you to be my partner and I am going, and you can do it too. You can do it for you, but let's each do it for ourselves. And that's really where this, this master class came from. It had been brewing inside for like a couple of years. <laughs> I love this so much. And it's such a, it's such an amazing point because when I actually, when I think about my relationship with my boyfriend, like we've been together, it'll be nine years next month. And when I think about the early years of our relationship, so we met when I was 22 and I'm 31 now. And it's like, I remember that I was in the energy of need. I had not gotten into personal development at that point. And I was very much like, oh, you know, I'm gonna, like, it was just traditional programming, like from society, like nothing bad or wrong, but it was like, okay, I need to, you know, find a partner that's going to be, you know, really successful financially because like I'm a woman and I'm going to be the one that's going to take care of our children. Like, and I would just, I was just underestimating what I was able to do. And so now I can see the evolution through personal development in the last few years. It's like, we are partners and a hundred percent I am going to be creating financial abundance. You're creating financial abundance and we get to have this together. Like it's not a, it's not like a, a lean so much on one or the other. It's like a contribution together. And so I love that you're talking about this because it actually just listening to you made me realize that I've, I've seen that evolution in my own relationship. And it's like literally so night and day from the beginning going from, I don't need you. Like, I don't need you to financially support me. Like I desire to be with you. Like, that's like such a, it just comes from a place of commitment, you know, and power and yeah. power. Like it, it just changes the entire context of the relationship. Yeah. 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 So that's really where it came about. And then it was like, okay, so if like to be a self-made woman means like this woman and we, we tagged her as an em empress, which is the brand that we released with this. And it's like, she, she knows herself. She leads herself. She is empowered. She, she, she has a community that she attracts to her because of her magnetism and she doesn't compete with other women 
she doesn't put them down. And when she sees another woman walking down the street, looking amazing, she actually gives her a compliment and assumes she's self-made. And so one of the things I challenged people during the masterclass, if you remember, Kayla, was like, you know, notice when you see another woman, what you do and not to make yourself wrong or right. Just like notice what happens between women. And I really believe we need to heal this. And I have felt it, you know, driving, I drive a Tesla and I, I have felt from men, like I, there was a couple that, that were like checking out the car. And I was like joking with my friend, Julianne about how they were saying, Oh, wonder, you know, she must have a rich husband or I wonder who, if her daddy bought her that or la, 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 like they don't know that I actually bought it, you know? And so just check your mind when you see uh, a woman and assume that she's self-made and then give her a compliment. Like, let's lift each other up. Because that's like she who's confident does that. She who really like knows herself and knows what that she is a creator. And so are you. So I see you, Kayla, walking down the street. I know that there's no such thing as competition between us because we each create our own lives and there's unlimited resources. My millions don't take away from your millions. Your millions don't take away from Kate's millions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I really love that you talked about this, this bringing this awareness to when we like judge or assess other people. And I even know myself, like as a woman, there's definitely been times where I've seen a woman who's, let's say she, she, she's just very dressed up or she has a really nice car, a really nice person. Then she's with, let's say we're I'm total stereotype of like a heterosexual relationship just because of the dynamic of our conversation today, but seeing her with a man and then just automatically my brain will be like, Oh, I'm sure, you know, he works in finance and he probably makes X amount. And then he just gets to spoil his wife. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that, but what if they were both equally successful or what if she was the breadwinner like we don't know but it's just assuming I just love this idea of just assuming people's abundance yeah right and then imagine if for example I did assume her abundance and in fact she actually like just didn't have to work because her husband was so wealthy and it was like oh my god she saw me as a successful woman like what if that evoked something in her that she didn't have access to before and then all of a sudden you're like positive abundant assumption has evoked this this new realm of possibility in this human being like it's just it's so brilliant like I love I love the concept of that and I think it is so important because especially I know in the coaching world there's so much judgment and you know oh you did it so quickly oh you must have done this like there's a lot of assumption there and I know we're going to talk about collapsing time as well so that assumption, think about it, that assumptions everywhere around money as well. So this came up, Paul and I were talking about this last night, actually, like, oh, does she really earn that much? Like, it, so these questions, right? Oh, well, they're probably living beyond their means, or she must have scammed someone in order to, to make that much money. Like, think about this. And this is, this is our belief system around money. This it's, we, we think these things because of like the, the screwed up way of, 
of money. And then, and especially women, there are so many like movies and shows that portray women with money a certain way. Oh, she must have sacrificed her family. She's a B-I-T-C-H because of that, you know, all of these things. And they're just ingrained in us and they come out and you can, you can hear them. So it's about changing that narrative. And it starts with, with us in our own mind. It starts one person and with a desire. If you have a desire to become a wealthy AF woman, a self-made woman, because you can and no other reason just because you desire it I love desire so much and I I recently read a book called the desire factor by Christy Whitman and I'm going to be um well I actually am in the process of interviewing her for my channel to talk about her book and desire is literally just the start it's 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 just the first it's the first thing it's a thought you know, and I just, I love, I love that actually even desire, you know, you, I've seen in some places like, oh, you know, you shouldn't have desires because then you have expectations. And then if you have expectations, you'll be disappointed. And it's just, again, that's going down the rabbit hole of scarcity. Right. And so I just love this, this conversation around desire. And I actually just want to kind of jump back a little bit when you were in the yeah. kitchen and you decided that you were going to be self-made. You obviously had this desire. And I'm curious when you, like in that moment, you allowed that desire to take you over. And I'm curious to know what fell away for you after that. So that the people listening to this episode can, you know, just know that they're like, well, how am I going to know if I declare like, what's going to happen? I'm just curious what your process was when you had let that desire like engulf you, what fell away? Yeah, well, it was a a big part of letting go what other people thought. And because I, I noticed that I was really caught up in that, like I would, I was paying attention to what Paul was doing as well. And my husband in his whole career, and I had to like, literally put blinders on and say, if it's meant to be like, it's got to be up to me. And it does not matter what anyone else says, including him. So it was a like a big deal. And I don't know that I consciously said that, but I, when I look back in my journaling notes, it was for sure healing around that. Like, it doesn't matter what, what, you know, and I would bring up specific people about like, who I was just like, letting go, letting go of their thoughts. We spend so much time in that I, I used to anyway, spend so much time really caring about what others thought. And I would adapt my message so that it wasn't, it didn't hit, you know, the wrong way. Or I think a lot of people, people can probably relate to that. And I just, that was a huge part, Kayla, like for sure. We have to, in order to become self-made, we we really need to be willing to express ourselves, our true selves, and trust that in that expression, we will attract the people that are ready to hear our message. And there are always people, here's the truth, right where we are, like, it's not when I earn 10,000, 100,000 a month that that's when I can lead people. There were people right there that needed me once I picked myself up off the kitchen floor sobbing 
that needed me because they were in that spot, you know, six figures in debt and couldn't figure stuff out like that. At that point, there was value because I was willing to keep going. So it's not about a destination. It's about really just being willing to, to, to lead from where you are. So giving up what others think fell away. Also really leaning into that my message may not be perfect or I might not have it all right. And that I, that there's progression in that journey. So uh, like giving up that idea of needing to be perfect or needing to be at a certain point was another piece. We all start somewhere. I remember I asked this question during the masterclass and I, I was saying how can you, I, I wish I remember exactly what I said, but it was along the lines of like, how can you stop feeling like a fraud when let's say, for example, like talking about money, right? So I have a money program that I've created and I'm like extremely passionate about it. And it's like, how can I, you know, I'm not someone who's making multiple or just five figures or more, six figures, seven figures. Like I'm not that person. Like, how can I be the one to talk about money? Like, who am I to do that? You know, like this is that, that self-sabotaging crap. And I, I love what you said, because ultimately there's, there's always going to be, let's say, wherever we are like that kitchen floor example you know I've had that in my own office several times where it's like there's always going to be someone just behind us who's going through that same experience that needs us and they're probably going to relate more with myself in that moment than somebody who's seven eight figures up the bit like there's it's just not as relatable and it's the relatability that's so powerful you know yeah totally Totally. And so how you not feel like a fraud is to, obviously as coaches, we want to make sure that we are not claiming something that we're not. So if, you know, the problem becomes when people say that they're a millionaire and they're not, you know, the, but I, I, I don't believe, I would hope many people aren't doing that. But I, I think the feeling of fraud is it's inside because we are putting that expectation there. Like, well, I'm not there yet, but the truth is, is that there's so much value in what you've learned and right, like your business right now, for example, is a dream. Like there are so many people that are working their nine to five that like, are like one day I'm going to quit that to focus on my business. And those are all the people that you can help right there in that moment. And then as you grow to the next level, then you'll help those people. So it's so important for us to continue to grow, continue to grow, to continue to grow. And then our, our demographic and our, you know, our clients, they grow with us and we attract different people at different stages. Yeah. One of the things that you mentioned earlier was this, you know, a self-made woman leads herself. And what I'm realizing just in this particular aspect of our conversation around like feeling like a fraud is, is that it really is our own responsibility to deal with those emotions and go inwards and really question that because when we work through that and we lead ourselves through it and we show up with, you know, conviction exactly where we're at, that actually gives permission for those who are watching us. Like you said, somebody who might still be in a nine to five and wants to start their business. Like if I'm standing here and I'm like, oh, well, I'm in my business and it, it's not exactly what I want it to be. So I'm not showing up fully. Then that just, that's a that's poor leadership for those that are watching me. Completely. 
Yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. So you, you know, we have very simply two choices, right? You could be like, oh, my business isn't where it's where I want it to be. Or my business is exactly where it, it's supposed to be because it couldn't be anything different and I'm growing and it's getting better and better. And you, so we have the choice to be in this lack mentality. Whoa, what was me? Yes, I, I, I just did the most amazing thing and quit my nine to five, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm just going to be, what was me, right? That's one choice. Or the second choice is like, I just did this amazing thing. My business is growing and your, your focus is on the potential, like where you are going, the possibility, the possibility bucket is either lack or abundance. Like you cannot be in both at the same time you choose. And that's what exactly what it means to lead yourself, Kayla. And we've got to be in that possibility bucket. 51% 51% of the time, we've got to be in abundance 51% of the time, you don't even need 100%, which is, I think, good news. Well, the thing is, it's just not humanly possible, like to have compassion for humanity. It's just not humanly possible. I mean, honestly, we need like, not to say that lack is a bad thing, quote, like I say that in air quotes, because if we didn't know what lack was, we wouldn't know what abundance is. Like we, totally. we need that contrast, right? Like that really shows us like what we want and where we're going. And I think one of the really important things too that I've really learned in the last few years of being an entrepreneur is your current circumstances are not your end destination. And that's something that's really been able to pull me out of my, my anxiety or my worry of like, you know, my own goals and whatnot. And just to continue focusing on like where I'm going. It's not forgetting you know, the, the work that's been done, but it's like, I really want to share that as a message for the listeners today. The biggest thing you can do for yourself is focus on where you're going. Cause then you see those opportunities and you will connect with people in that direction and it is going to pull you forward. And I think, you know, it's, it, even if you do that 51% of the time, it's better than, you know, what was me? <laughs> totally. Totally. And that's the game we're playing. And like you said, a self-made woman, she leads herself. So she recognizes when she is out of alignment based on her feelings and she does something about it. She doesn't sit in her crap. She uses her tools and she gets herself out. And in that getting herself out, she goes to the next level and she inspires others. She doesn't wait for anyone else to do it for her you know? Yeah. Initiative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can we talk a little bit more about collapsing time and money? And, and I really loved this conversation when it came up in the masterclass, because it it is a, and we even, we were even talking about this before we hit record where it's like, you know, it's a very masculine thing, like compounding money over time. Like it takes time to have money and so on. But then you hear these crazy stories. I mean, I'm good, like good, crazy stories (laughs) of people going from like $2,000 to 20,000 in a month, you know, like just those kind of stories. And I, and then, and then it's funny because then when we go back into earlier in our conversation where it's like, oh, well, they must've scammed someone or, oh, like, you know, how did they do that? Like, is that sales or is that cash money? Like, what is that? Right. So I would love to dive into this because this, I think when I hear these stories about people going from like where they're at to just absolute quantum leap, it just like gives me faith to just relax and be where I'm at and just trust in the unlimited possibility, you know? So let's dive into this. So 
collapsing time like that is I it's one of my favorite topics and I love I love it I love when I see it I love being a part of it really money like what we mean by money being energy is that we it's just uh, we become a match for it right so when the old or the way that I used to think and I think a lot of the world thinks this way is that you've got to trade like there's so many years that have to go and you've got to get good at your craft and then like incremental growth, this client leads to this client and la, 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 la. And we look at, you know, I don't know, 10% better every year is a good thing. But like you said, what if it's 150% better? What if it's 600% better? What if it's a thousand percent better? And you're like, what the, like, what are they doing? There's no way, but this is the truth. This is the feminine approach. This is what it means to collapse time. And it's completely possible. I see it time and like over and over again. And this is, and so the first thing people are like, but how? (laughs) It's because of the energetic match. It's because of the way the person, the woman, in this case, in my case, I work with mainly women. It's because of how that person views themselves, comes back to that self-image because you'll never outperform your own self-image and how, how they are, or the healing they've done with their beliefs around money, around their own worth. And then they become a match by showing up with their thoughts, feelings, actions. So it's not, and this is where society has it mixed up because it's not only what you do. So the masculine way would be like, okay, you trade an hour for money. Okay. Then you do this and you get money. So it's do, 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 do. And that's the limitation that's limiting. But here's the thing when you're in alignment and it's your thoughts. So when I meet a billionaire now, (laughs) I'm like, I want to know what she is Like, what are her thoughts? Like, I pay close attention to how she speaks because her thinking comes out in her speaking. I pay close attention to her posture, her, like the feeling when she walks into a room because I want to mimic it, literally. I don't care what she's doing. It's not the strategy in her business that makes her billions. It's how she's being. And that's how we collapse time. So it's like getting in there. What is she thinking? What is, what are her, what's her belief system around money and herself and even time. And, you know, what, what is she saying to herself as she gets up in the morning, when she looks in the mirror, what are that, what is she saying to other women? And, you know, all of these things. So thoughts, feelings are way more important than the action. This is so good. And it's, it's funny because I've heard, I've heard this so many times, but it just really clicked with me differently the way that you said it now, because it's like, if you're literally being who you want to be when you have what it is that you want, that is literally itself collapsing time because you're not like, you know, you're not going to have the self-loading beliefs or the negative energy or the heaviness in the way that's kind of like, you know, baggage holding you and slowing things down. Like it's just, it's, it's just closing the gap immediately. Yeah. So that, that's what we mean by the collapsing time, because you think that like, okay, when I'm a millionaire, I will be like this. And we always put, we say like, I will be right. Which is a confession that I am not 
You got to get that. So every time we say I will, it's a confession. You are not now. You have to become what you will be when you have that now in your feelings. And because there's really, if we want to get into it, like there is no time, really time is a, a construct because of this time space reality as physical human beings that we are. So we can go into that feeling now and bring it like that, what we believe we will be, you know, when we have it and we just be it now. And then we've got to, you have to be super disciplined in the beingness, like super disciplined. And it's like you, you put on your coat or you put on your costume in a way for the day and you show up as that. And yeah, there'll be times when you sort of slip back into like the old way and then bring yourself back, bring yourself back, bring yourself back. But that's, so now there's no time because you're literally like, and energetically, you're like this, you're, you're not no longer showing up energetically as how you were. And so now Kayla, then in this energy, you take action, the action that you know, to take the action you believe in that you're in energetic max now that you're in alignment, right? So you're like, you're clean in that alignment, if you know what I mean. So if, and if you're not, then do the inner work to clean it up. So if you go to take and taking action will show you actually, so this is really important. So you go to take action. You're like, Ooh, there's resistance there. Ask yourself some good questions. Just, okay. So why don't I, why is there resistance to take action? Oh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know if this is going to work. Okay. So you don't believe really in your strategy. Here's the, here's a little secret. It doesn't matter what strategy you do. Every strategy works. It just depends if you believe in it. So you go to taking and you're like, oh, I'm not sure that this is going to work. Okay, great. Write out, get it on paper. What are these doubts? Chain, reframe the doubts into belief. And then you, and then, so, okay. So you do that. Okay. How are you? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Go take action. And then, oh, there's resistance again. Okay. What is it? Ask your, just ask the part of you that knows. Oh, well, if I, if I do this, like my best friend, she signed up for the masterclass. What's she going to think? Like she, okay, good. So now let's clean up the energy around what best friend thinks. And you keep doing that until you're in alignment. And because you can't fake it, you can't fake being it, right? So you've got to just, and then once you take that action, that's when the magic happens. And if the magic doesn't happen when you take the action, it doesn't mean you're wrong, bad or anything like that. It just means that we have to clean it up a little bit more and you clean it up and then you go again. I'm loving this conversation so much right now. It's like, it's like nine o'clock in the morning for me in BC and I'm, and the sun is like coming into my office and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, my soul is on fire. Like a way to start a Monday morning. Oh my gosh. Well, one of the things I'm listening to you and I just love the way that you're talking about you know, it's just so funny because we talk about this. There's a lot of stigma around like being out of alignment, like it's a bad thing or self-limiting beliefs and so on. But if you actually look at it, the way that you're sharing what you literally, what you just said, you go to take action, you feel resistance, the resistance, those self-limiting beliefs and everything are actually what is going to propel you forward into being in alignment. Like we need that. We need that contrast. And it's just so what I'm really getting is that wherever you're at, literally whatever you're dealing with is so perfect. It's literally so perfect. It's perfectly designed for you. Like, it's just so amazing. And I'm just so excited right and, now. And here's the thing. 
you need, so the resistance is a good thing. So I'll give you an analogy that I use with my clients. It's a, like analogy of a car. So the resistance or the emotion, we hear this all the time. You know, Esther Hicks says, emotions, your guidance system, right? I love that. So we're feeling off, we're feeling resistance and you are awake and aware enough to notice it in your body. That's huge, okay? So it's just like a car. What, Kayla, do you do when your oil light comes on in your car? Beep, 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 the red light. Beep, 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 what do you do? Well, I mean, take it to the shop and get it checked out and get an oil change. <laughs> okay, all right. So you don't go, oh my gosh, I can't believe this car is out of oil. That's it, that's it. This car is no good. I'm gonna leave it at the side of the road. Ditch it, nope, nope. No, the red light is an indicator. It's an indicator showing you that something's off. So you stop what you're doing. You don't drive with the oil light on for a thousand more kilometers, do you? You stop. Same thing for you. The feeling in your body, the resistance, that ne like a negative emotion is good. It's just an indicator. Don't beat yourself up. Don't like go say you're not good enough. It's just an indicator. So if it's just an indicator, just like you would take your car to the garage, take yourself, tune it up, tune yourself up. So good. I love how simple our conversation is right now. Like it's just so many good actionable steps to take. And you know, what's interesting is I just had this little flashback. I don't know if you remember this. I think it was in 2017. Earlier when you mentioned self-image, this came into my head. You Do you remember when you led that course? You led a self-image like workshop. I can't remember how long it was. I still have the notebook. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my, and see, here's the thing, you know, Kayla, that's when I was just starting out, right? So that's talk about being like, okay with being not perfect. Like I had no idea what I was doing. And I mean, I just like trusted myself and knew that I had a message. Like I knew I used it for myself and I shared. So beautiful. So beautiful. So I actually want to, I want to quickly touch on this because this has really been something that keeps coming up for me in meditations. When I go into the Akashic records, when I get other readings from other people, self-trust all the time, Kayla, trust yourself. Like this is like my freaking mantra. And so I'm just curious if you can share from your own experience, because that's like the biggest thing. Like ultimately, if you want to do absolutely anything that we just said in this freaking podcast episode, you have to be able to trust yourself. Like that's everything. So I'm just curious what your journey has been like with that and just what your insights are. Yeah. So trust is huge. Now, there's a few things that you, that I believe like base foundations that you really want to believe in. And, and here's the truth. You can change your belief at any time. Like you have that power to change your belief by really thinking and evaluating the belief. So trusting yourself, it's important to believe that it's not only up to you. So this might sound contradictory to what I just previously said, where it's, if it's meant to be, it's up to you. But if you think that as a human being that you're doing it all, you're missing a huge piece. So as humans, we are blessed with a mind that has faculties 
that connect to source, God, infinite intelligence, universe, and we become co-creators. And that power creates worlds. And so we're not doing it all. But if you think you are, that's a limiting belief that you want to evaluate because that will be holding you back for sure. You can only, you'll only then get logical results. So the trust is not only in yourself, but it's in the power, the energy that creates worlds. Like you want to get the impact of that, like worlds. Edison creating the light bulb, for example, was not only Edison. It was his connection to source. Steve Jobs and the iPhone. Every example, every invention is the same. And you will hear people say that. Oh, I got, I, I understood this in a dream or I like da, 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 or I don't know whatever overtook me. And like, and every one of us has that power. So that's really important. The trust is not only in yourself, it's also in your ability to connect. Now you might not think you can connect. So there's, you know, there could be some work that you can do there so that you can enhance your intuition enhance your ability to connect there but everyone has the power and we've all uh, received that at some point in our lives trust the the second foundation I would say that you want to have to really trust yourself is the willingness to or be okay with making mistakes and I don't think I don't like the word mistakes because I don't think that mistakes implies that it's wrong but it's just like be okay with multiple steps. So you go and you do something. And as long as you learn, so I, I learned this from my mentor, he said to everything you do. So after this podcast interview, Kayla, I will do the same things I do after any action I take. I ask myself three questions and I reflect, what did I love? What did I do? Well, what could I do better? And are there any tools that, that I could use and take responsibility for that learning like if is there a new another book or la la I do that self-reflection and I do it where I'm not attached I just learn because then I can use it the next podcast interview I do for example and this is what our, we're committed to is growth over our entire lifetime and so if we're okay with just growing then you can like trust yourself to show up and do your best and then learn from it and then adjust. The winners adjust. The people that are at the top of their game, they are the most adaptable. They don't have the most knowledge. They're the most adaptable. And so then doesn't the question then become like, do I trust myself to give it my all? Such a powerful question. You know, what's funny is that, I mean, we're on video, so I'll show you this, but the back of my phone, I have a quote that says, I trust myself and that's all that matters. And this is like, I have a see-through phone case and that I just have that on a little piece of paper on the back. And that is so something you, that I love. If you trust yourself, Kayla, if you read that every day, right? And you trust yourself. So then the question is, if I have full, complete trust that I'm going to show up and do my best and my best is good enough and I'm a co-creator, what? am I going to go out and do like, 
if you really, really, really understood it, if you really trusted, you'd be like taking massive leaps and knowing that the net falls and it catches you. So you want to breathe that in. It's like, that's huge. And here's, if you don't feel like you have that trust yet, you know, if you don't feel like you can take the massive leap, it just means that you're not clean in the alignment again. So if there's resistance, it's okay. So don't beat yourself up, but just be like, okay, so there's some doubt there. All right. What do we do with doubt? Fear, doubt, and worry. It's okay. We just have to reframe it. We have to think about like, take pen to paper, write it out, get yourself on the other side. And ask yourself, who would, who am I when I complete this? If, if it's 15 minutes past the goal achieved, get into that energy, then ask yourself, where's the doubt? So do a little visual visualization, then go take action and then keep doing it. And that's the growth. That's what it's all about. One of the biggest things that I'm getting from our conversation today is just how sacred it is to be a self-made woman. It's literally such a sacred experience. Like it's a constant coming home to ourselves, questioning, loving unconditionally who we are at every step. And one of the things you said earlier that I wanted to capitalize on was just like, you can't, you can't fake this shit. You can't fake it. And so I actually really don't like that quote, fake it till you make it, because then you're just going to manifest making it fakely, if that's even a word. I love be it until you become it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that's really good. I haven't heard that before. That's great. I, I use the actor's technique a lot in my own life where I'm acting, pretending, but I'll tell you something, we're pretending anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's funny. I was connecting with a friend of mine that I used to work with and she was just getting into the acting industry and she's like, Kayla, the funny thing is that acting isn't acting. Is like, if you're acting and acting, you're not actually doing your role. Like you're literally meant to be, you're meant to be the character. So it's just so ironic that acting is not about acting. It's literally about being. So then here we are in, in quote, real life acting, you know, how we want to be. But again, it's all about being like, it's just, I'm just laughing, having that realization out loud. It's so true. It's so true. And the moment that you be it, and you feel it, then you are it. The same with the same with the actors. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> kind of funny, right? Yep. <laughs> so before I, I wrap up our episode today, I always ask this question to my interviewees. I mean, not that we haven't already dropped so much wisdom, but what is like the last intuitive piece of wisdom that comes to you now that you'd like to share with the audience? Well, it starts with a decision. So you know, if you, as you heard me dropping to the ground in my kitchen and deciding that moment that, that it was going to be up to me, you really want to get yourself to a point that you make the decision that you're, that you're willing to do what it takes. Um, and that doesn't mean sacrifice. You know, the willingness is just like the willingness to grow, the willingness to get uncomfortable, the willingness to get mentors, ask for help, all that kind of stuff. So the being willing to do what it takes and you'll only get to that point once you've made the decision, the decision's huge. And then ask yourself, like no kidding, 
ask the part of you that knows, get quiet and no kidding. Like, what is the impact? Like, what am I here to really do? Because each one of you listening has an impact to make that only you can make. And when you decide it, and you might, it might evolve, you know, it's okay. So there's no getting it right here. It's just like, write whatever comes up. What is that impact? And think about in 10 years that you've made that impact and the world is a better place because of you. Then think about if you don't do it and how selfish that would be for the world. Like the world literally needs you. Yeah, when you see fabulous women, like high five them, congratulate them. When you see anyone just like, you know, I think especially we've got to lift each other up. I love that. Honestly, I obviously loved our conversation today, like just fireworks. It was so beautiful. And Danielle, I love you so much. Like just so the listeners know, Danielle and I met in 2017 through a personal development course that we were in for like seven months and it was quite the adventure together. And so I knew Danielle before she really, let's say, quote, became self-made. You know what I mean? Like I have so much respect for your journey and just, it's just, it again, that relatability, like seeing you before and after and seeing the transformation and the movement is like so profound. So I just want to say that I love you so much. And I'm so grateful that you came on to the podcast today. And I would love if you can tell our listeners where they can find you and connect with you. Sure. Thanks. So thank you, Kayla. And I love you as well. I mean, meeting at that time in our lives, when we went through so much growth together, it's just as you hold a special place in my heart. And I'm so proud of you. And I know where you are going. I, I know I, I see it. I know. So keep going. I promise you it's not far. I promise. The willingness to go one day at a time is so important. So they, where your listeners can find me is on Instagram. That's probably the best. So at underscore Danielle underscore Amos underscore. And I look forward to hearing from them. If they have any questions, I'm here to help. Yes. And I'll also, I'll tag your, your podcast into my show notes as well. The prosperity practice, right? That's right. Yes. Oh my gosh. So thank you to the listeners for tuning in. I'm sure I would recommend listening to this again, taking notes. I know that I will definitely be doing that. There's so much gold in this conversation. And if you haven't subscribed or liked the channel yet, please do and leave a comment. And obviously if you share this episode, tag us so that we can just celebrate with you because that's really the essence of today is just the celebration and just abundance. So thank you for listening.